Wait. Hello. Hello. Humans fall fly. Let's go. Fucking go. <laughs> Reed, uh, did you take the Harry Potter um, Hogwarts house <laughs> test? No. All right. Well, <laughs> we're, you're, you're going to need to go, so. ahead. That was to go ahead and do that. No. Uh, no. 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 I recorded that, by the way. We got that full audio. Oh, perfect. What audio? I'm recording the. Uh, I'm recording dicking around and we'll add it to the podcast. Oh, sweet. Dicking awesome. around just for friends. Dicking around just for friends. Dicking around. Dicking friends, around. dicks. <laughs> just for friends and their dicks. Just being around. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of The Torrent, a podcast giving you discussions on music, movies, TV, and video games. I'm your host, Nick, and I'm joined, as always, by Alan and Matt. What's up, guys? Hey, Nick. How's it going? Just getting over uh, being sick, which is good. Starting to get my normal voice back and uh, feeling yeah, ready dude, to do another podcast. I, was, I know. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's that was, season wow. where everyone's sick. You know, it's crazy. I've, I've not been sick, and I work with little kids, too, so... Oh, man, that probably means it's coming down the pipes for me. Yeah, that you're going to get it, like, three. I'm going to get, like, mono, probably, or some horrible <laughs> yeah. thing. It's going to be so. out of commission. Uh, oh, from yeah. this day forward, Matt is no That's longer it. on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, sorry, guys. So, it's been nice knowing you all. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Seriously, though, kids are, like, little little incubators of sickness, for the most part. Dude, a kid sneezed onto my face the other day. And <laughs> just <laughs> stared at me and was like, sorry. I was like... Go sit down, please. Why are you out of your seat right now? Ugh, that was a whole thing. Oh, dude, that sucks. Yeah. Everything else, though. Got a, got no, um, was it no work tomorrow? So living it up yeah. tonight. Yeah, you're sorry, lying. dudes. We gotta, yeah, we got to go. Yeah, to work. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Sorry about yeah. that. Oh, well. All right. You guys ready to jump into the weekly download? Yeah, the weekly download. Let's do it. We're trying. We're gonna try to get music for that at some point, right? Oh, dude. Yeah, I'll. Yeah, I'll hook us up tonight because I don't have work tomorrow. Oh, perfect. What? All right. So stay tuned. Look for that on the future episodes of the podcast. Some, some cool. Uh, some cool. Oh wait. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll do that literally tomorrow. So. All right. Sweet. All right. So first up, uh, Pokemon Go uh, is set to drop support for iPhone five devices. Uh, first off, if you still have an iPhone five. Save up some money. Go out and get a better phone. Oh my gosh! And Wait, then... I haven't. I have an iPhone five. Oh, you do? Yeah, Oops. Nick. Sorry, bro. Well, oh, Matt, why don't you just buy me a phone. new phone if you're so offended <laughs> by it? <laughs> Wait, Matt, you seriously still have an iPhone five? Yeah, dude. And actually, I was I was actually this morning looking into getting a new one because it's so bad right now. It's so slow. Like yeah. I get, I'll get like a text from someone a day and a half after it, I was supposed to get it. Like it's not great. So. Well, the, is that like five years, right? It's five. Uh, the no, no five well, so when old. I got when I got mine, no, mine's like, f- well, four. I guess that's basically okay. the same right, thing. Yeah, yeah. They're up to iPhone technology 10 now, years. by the way, Matt, just so you know. Yeah, if I had $1,000 that I wanted to spend on a phone that I drop every day, <laughs> I would buy that. That's true. That's true. Prices the, are going need, up. The, yeah, so that's tough. But, yeah. but right, you're right, though. I, I feel you on that. But Pokemon Go, yeah. Yeah, but, but going back to Pokemon Go, set to uh, drop support for the iPhone 5 devices. Is anyone even still playing Pokemon Go anymore? Sorry, I don't mean to offend anybody out there who's actually playing Pokemon Go. I just, everyone I know played it for like a week and then they're like, all right, we're done. We've You know, s- some people still do. I've talked to a couple of people who actually still play it. And like, oh, really? I know, I know like my sister still plays it because her, my niece like demands to play Pokemon and stuff because she like, oh, yeah. loves playing that and stuff. And That's true. That's I mean, a great point. I think it's good. It's really good for kids. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think they're exempt from that. Absolutely, absolutely. Oh, yeah. I feel like I would judge them a little bit. But wait, it, so isn't there the Harry Potter thing also, or is oh. that didn't that come out, or is that not, or like it came out and then they like are making a new one? I heard like something new like that is coming out. Yeah, I heard the same thing. It's it, like a very similar game, except it was going to be um, Harry Potter based, and you had to catch all like the magical creatures, like kind of tie in with oh, Fantastic Beasts, right. right? That kind of thing. Okay. I would play that for a long time. 
cool. with no shame. So that'd be cool in that game too. If you got to choose like a Patronus, and then when like a Dementor came out to attack you, you can like throw your Patronus at it. Whoa, oh, that would be cool. dude! You should be a developer. That's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> Send that. Uh, uh, submit. Would, that. Uh, yes, submit your ideas. <laughs> uh, what would your Patronus be, guys? Did you? Oh, first off, let's get. Oh into wow! This. Wait a minute. Let's go do this. Did, did you guys take the Pottermore quiz? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes, I did. All right. Um, what uh, what house were you right guys now. in? I was a Slytherin. I, I knew uh, it. I obviously, you were. Yeah, I think that was God. pretty obvious. Yeah. <laughs> now, where were you? Gryffindor. Yeah, that, make, that makes a lot of sense. You would be uh, I, super I appreciate that. Embarrassed yeah. about mine. Uh, oh, you a no, no, I know what it is. Dude, nobody and likes that's... Hufflepuff. No, Slytherins don't like Hufflepuff because they don't like anybody because they're a bunch of jerks. Hufflepuff is great. That's like the Samwise Gamgee, dude. Wait, is that what Nick got? Nick, is that what you got? <sighs> yeah, I got Hufflepuff. Uh, yeah, we dude. talked about this. Dude, that's not bad. Hufflepuff no, sucks, I, man. No, Hufflepuff sucks. That's I bad. feel like I'm don't listen to that Slytherin guy. I feel like I deserve to be a Gryffindor, but, but that's okay. Cedric Diggory was Hufflepuff. He's badass. Oh, he's dude, Cedric? And he yeah, died. yeah, by Voldemort, well, dude. Valiantly. Yeah. Um, Gosh, he was a freaking yeah, I'm just, hero. I'm just saying, you know, Voldemort was Slytherin and he lives. Anyway. Oh my God. You probably voted for Trump, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm just wow, Sorry, that was a little bit. The views we'll expressed by Matt do we'll, not explicitly yeah, reflect the views of the podcast. <laughs> yeah. We'll, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll edit that. <laughs> no, we won't. Disclaimer. No, we won't. We won't. Everyone's we won't, agreeing but... with you. We're just got to cover all our bases. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, oh, man. Okay. So, anyway, yes. Patronus Charms. What would Did you guys remember what your Patronus Charm was? I, I do because I just logged in. Oh, cool. I am a wildcat. Ooh, I guess that makes sense. A wildcat. I don't remember what mine was. It I might have been to, like a, I, like a dude, deer. Dude, go log in. Pottermore, it's called? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Nick, what I was had, yours? I had like a fox, I think. Hmm, that's huh. cool. Yeah, a lot of like feline type, and like I want, I want like a bear. Ooh. Click and drag and release for your Patronus. Huh. Oh, dude, you can like you can like summon it again. Wow, everyone who is listening to this right now, if you're at a computer or whatever, or on your phone, check out this website. That's yeah, go to yeah, Pottermore. Okay, so a wild cat literally just seems like a wild, like cat. yeah, like house cat almost. Yeah, that's okay. That's cool. I guess it's cool. Yeah. Anyway, it's a little bit bigger. Anyway, <laughs> next time. So this was a this was a tangent. That was a hell of a tangent, boys. All right, we'll bring it back. We'll bring it back. Oh, uh, your wand. Oh, sorry, all right, sorry, sorry. All right, we'll, we'll do another episode on this. <laughs> we'll do another episode. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, next on the podcast, um, Call of Duty World War II. For those of you who had the game, has um, they've heard some complaints about the game, and I think they're finally getting around to being addressed first that ridiculous war announcer volume you're playing the game you're sitting there and all of a sudden yeah super the bomb is being planted the bomb is being planted you know uh they hear us they're going to fix it and then also uh there will be retooling some of the shotgun um power and stuff but particularly the combat shotgun because it is so much overpowered compared to the other shotguns that they're finding that nobody's using the other shotguns, just the combat shotgun. So they're going to retool the balance of those uh, those guns a little bit, and hopefully people won't be able to, you know, pick you off from ridiculous range and stuff with those shotguns because it's it's super annoying. Nice, that's good, dude. I totally support that because yeah. I use another shotgun and I die from people using the combat shotgun. Yes. So exactly. Yeah, I support all their all their fixes. Yeah, I love that game. That game is amazing. I know we had a whole episode on um, Star Wars and Star Wars Battlefront 2, but <laughs> woo, let's do an episode on Call of Duty World War 2 because it is awesome. We'll mark that down. We'll do a whole episode on yeah. first-person shooters. Maybe we'll do like a ooh. Ooh, we'll do like a first-person shooter draft or something. Oh, oh like that yes. Nick, that is brilliant, man. Nick, yes. let's just cancel this current episode and do that right now. <laughs> let's change it right now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, moving on to the movie side, movie and TV. Uh, there's a new Star Wars movie coming out. So for those of you who for who missed us mentioning Star Wars last episode, well, it's back. Um, <laughs> Solo, a Star Wars story. The new trailer for this movie is set to be dropping tomorrow, Monday, uh, January 15th. A lot of people have some mixed feelings about this. They feel it's an unnecessary um, kind of spin-off uh, 
origin story for Han Solo. They kind of like the fact that Han Solo is kind of a rogue, kind of a scoundrel, that he's kind of a mystery. And then when we we see enough of his character growth throughout the the movies that have already been made, I don't think a lot of people think we don't necessarily need uh, an origin story for Han Solo, but. Um, this seems to be a, have a great cast. There has been some controversy surrounding it. Some people think it might be the first Star Wars bomb, like not Ooh. critically and fan. You know, <laughs> wow. both aren't going to be loved. Um, so I guess we'll see. Um, what are your thoughts on this, guys? You know, I always kind of want to see like a an origin story of like Ben Solo and stuff. Yeah, like the, to cool. fill in the gaps with the new movies. Yeah, I actually was kind of hoping. I, I didn't really look into this before you mentioned it now, but. I was kind of hoping that's what it would be when you said it was just the original solo. I was a little disappointed, but... Oh, yeah, that would have been good, like a Kylo Ren origin story. Yeah, or just like the origin of like the solo family type of thing, you know? Yeah, we might, so. get, um, we might get some of that in episode 9, so I would uh, I'd maybe hold off on that for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, um, definitely. Cool. All right, next. Um, I'm going to skip this one for now. Uh, John Wick. Have you guys seen any of the John Wick movies? Uh no, that's is this one Keanu Reeves? Keanu Reeves, yes. Yeah, I haven't seen okay. them, but I I've heard really good things about them. I saw the first one; it was sweet. Oh, yeah. I liked it. It's uh, it kind of, it's uh, in my alleyway. It's my, it's in my guilty pleasure movie. It's got ridiculous fight scenes, ridiculous shootouts. They're all super well choreographed. Um, and what John Wick did was it was able to create this really cool lore and world building in the first two movies that came out and the third one is still going to come out, but um, stars has picked up uh, a John wick spinoff series. So it's going to be a television series called the continental, which takes place inside uh, around the hotel of the franchise. So for those of you who haven't seen John wick, um, he's an assassin. John wick is an assassin. He's part of this, uh, group of assassins they're kind of all mercenaries but there's this hotel where all the assassins stay at and when you're inside the hotel there's certain rules they have their own currency that are used by all the assassins they are uh you cannot kill while you're in this hotel so there the, the hotel kind of takes on a character of its own and it's become this kind of whole like thing with mystique and it has its own personality so for it to for it uh for it to get its own series i'm really excited about this i wish i had stars so maybe i'll have to figure out a way to see it but uh look for that look for that coming up i'm i'm super excited sounds great is that the same director that did the movies that's making that or uh i don't think it's going to be the same director but i'm hoping they at least uh borrow some of the fight choreography from there from them like the the fight choreographers or at least um I hope they're. I hope the those the that stunt team has um, a lot of conversations with the people doing the TV show because for this show to work, I think they need to keep that same style and that that same intensity for yeah. the spinoff series to work. So definitely. Um, next, uh, Gambit. Oh wait, is this right. that? Is this the one about the, the X Men movie about the X Men movie? They've been oh, talking about making what? a gam- They've been talking about making a Gambit movie literally for since X Men Origins Wolverine that movie when we yeah. saw Gambit last time. I feel like I saw for, like previews for this from yeah. from like forever ago. There's been no previews. Channing Tatum was supposed to be the lead. They've had oh. like three directors. Well, guess what? It got it lost another director. So Are I think serious? it was. Yep. So. I don't think this movie is going to get made ever. I think it's just going to be kind of one of those movies that's going to be in the ether. I think there's a script There's a script floating around, if I'm not mistaken. They have their lead. They have, Channing Tatum is supposed to do it, but they can't find a director. They can't They can't take that next step to start filming. I just, I got I got this suspicious feeling. I don't think it's going to get made. I think it's just uh, going to be, yeah. That's so disappointing. Gambit is my favorite X-Men. He is like, really cool. He, yeah. 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 I would love to see a Gambit movie. He's got the staff and the the playing cards that he charges up and stuff and throws me. Yeah. yeah, it's sweet. I always thought that was so cool when I was a little kid. Yeah, yeah, I had like a few like cards and like comic books and stuff of him. Yeah. Cool. I would love to see that. And I don't actually see very many um like superhero movies and stuff, but I'd probably see that. That'd yeah. be cool. Yeah. Uh, next, Deadpool. Deadpool 2 gets a release date of May 18th. Um, Ooh, okay. So we got that to look forward to. The crazy part about that is that places it right in the same month as the new Star Wars movie. Wow. And so that kind of puts more pressure on 
solo a Star Wars story to perform even better because if it's going to share a month with Deadpool 2, it's going to lose a ton of money. Yeah. Ooh. Yep. Good point. That's like, yeah, pretty direct competition there because that's yeah. nerds and nerds, you know? Yep, absolutely. Got to watch them nerds. Yeah. Uh, all right, last in the movie and TV space, Black Mirror. We've mentioned it on the show before. Yes. Um, Alan and Matt had not checked out Black Mirror previously, but you guys did take my recommendation and watch The White Bear. So we're going to do a quick review on The White Bear episode of Black Mirror. Guys, wow. what did you think? Matt, we'll start with Man. you. All right, thank you, because I'm literally already sweating in anticipation <laughs> about talking about this. Can I just say you. that your, your, your reaction to it was the whole reason I even watched it. Like, I wasn't planning to watch it, and you, like, texted like, the group and were like, oh, my God, it was so crazy. And I was like, oh, I guess I have to watch this then. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it's one of my favorite episodes. Go ahead. Dude, okay, so are we doing no spoilers? No, do full spoilers. It's been out for really. Okay, yeah, yeah go ahead. Let's go. Ahead, let's go right. do it. Okay, so like the next minute, then let me see okay. my timer. Okay, next minute. <laughs> Skip ahead thirty. Uh, whatever. Okay, time right. right. Okay, okay, okay. Um, <laughs> so this girl like wakes up. She's in this room. She's like all dehydrated and gross looking, and there's pills on the ground. She um stumbles outside. She puts these shoes on. Her TVs are showing these weird symbols with this weird noise. She yep. stumbles outside. All these people are in the windows or like outside, like v- like filming her. And no and one's have, talking like, to her. They have like masks on, right? Not them. Uh, not the uh, one. The no. one dude does. Okay. So, so she's like walking. She's like wondering why all these people are just watching her. Then all of a sudden, a dude pulls up in a car, gets out, puts that mask on of the same symbol, has a shotgun, and he starts like chasing her and um, shooting at her and stuff. Um, okay, I got to cut. Well, I got 20 seconds. Okay. Um, so he's like chasing her, she's running. She meets some people that are helping her. They say basically there's this um, tower that's broadcasting this signal that's like really effing up some people, but not all of them. Yep. Basically, then it comes around um, that this is a uh, like uh, a game show type thing where it's like a justice kind of thing because she, her and her boyfriend had um, kidnapped this girl and like tortured her and videotaped it. And then now it's just like a thing. It's like a repeating situation where she has to go through this like torment of like being chased and then being like um humiliated in front of people and everyone's videotaping on their phone and stuff like that so okay she, that was so that she was com- overtime sorry yeah, but. yeah no it's okay so we'll keep going so she All committed right. a crime basically the twist the twist ending of this is she committed a crime her punishment now instead of serving jail time is they make her relive a day of her life every day but she doesn't remember who she is and she has to continually play out this uh amusement park essentially amusement park ride that's crazy and messed up and literally everyone that's following her throughout town is gets to videotape it it's like they're they're on vacation essentially to watch her to like to like hate on her and that's how ju- their justice is served for her yeah it's like it's like a hammer always code type of thing where it's yes. like almost like an eye for an eye thing right? yes exactly yeah. it's kind of the, the so of it. crazy so i've heard, there's a lot of like themes in there like um so basically no word. Well, whatever. Who cares? Keep going. Keep going. Right. Yep, that's um, I'm so concerned about this reader not being or this <laughs> listener not being. Spoiled. Anyway, um, so there's like a lot of themes like technology desensitizing us and all of us being used to like horrible things kind of. But but being OK with it because it's we're we're experiencing so many horrible things through our screens and yes. we're like detached. And then there's another thing of like um of like our weird medieval need for justice kind of and like needing people who commit crimes to have um like meaningful retribution and that kind of thing mm-hmm. and um also like some coliseum type things where like we need to see people we need to see like i don't know like some type of like violent type thing or some type of like humiliation stuff like that and yeah. um so there's a lot of big themes in this episode and i thought it was uncomfortable and hard to watch at times and i uh that's how you know it's something good, I guess, is if it like really affects you and you're kind of like, man, what the f did I just watch? So. Yeah. yeah. Alan, give us some of your thoughts. No, I, I mean, same thing as Matt. It was just very shocking stuff, and like the thing I, f- I found the most surprising to me was like, and maybe it's just like the Slytherin in me or whatever. But I felt like really vindicated when I found out like what she had done and that they were like <laughs> kind of doing it Yeah, like <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> um, but like, I just felt like, yeah, I felt really vindicated, and like when they talked about what happened and like what she did and stuff and like that they like she had to relive it you're like i almost was like yeah she totally deserved that like kind of like got me in the mood for her, like that vindication feeling really then interesting I, like, so you didn't then then start start they went like, too far or anything well no because then like i really started to think about it like after the sh- like i because i finished the episode and i was just i really started to think about it a little more and i was like you know man like 
maybe it was a little too much. Like, I don't know how many times she had to relive that and like how many times they like kept looping that, that whole sequence for her. Uh-huh. But like, man, like I, I feel like even after like a couple or like two or three times, like maybe that was enough. And maybe the, maybe it wasn't like so bad that if she was like, obviously I don't think she was the one like committing the, the acts, but she was filming it right. for her boyfriend or whatever. And like, maybe oh, he did gosh. like coax her into it. So maybe there was a little bit of element of like, um, you know, that whole mentality where like people tend to, um, say like you did something really awful and it was terrible and like how could you just stand there and watch? But like maybe there's a lot more to it and so they were weren't being completely just in like knowing her side of the story. So right, right. Oh, yeah, it was it was definitely one of the heavier episodes I think of Black Mirror. But um, like I said, this is one of my favorite episodes of the series. And if you guys continue to watch Black Mirror, just know that. Um, each episode is going to be just like that. It's going to be just as thought provoking. You're going to be sweaty probably the time you're end of it, at the end of it because you're going to be so stressed. Um, the episodes are long. They're like an hour, hour and a half maybe at some of them. Um, they're like mini movies and they're, they really, they're trying to say something um, thought provoking about technology and kind of giving cautionary tales for some of the stuff that could happen potentially in our future and i think the show is doing really well i haven't seen any of the new season yet but um so far from what i've seen from the show um they're doing great things so i hope you guys continue watching yeah Yeah, i totally will i've got a few other episodes that i'm gonna watch for sure and then i'll probably just watch the rest of them anyway so yeah yeah, yeah. pretty stoked cool Mm -hmm. Um, all right, before we get to the music side some cool little videos i think you should check out we'll post them in the link uh, in the, the description of the episode, um, Game of Thrones on a calculator. If Game of Thrones wasn't nerdy enough, somebody took the little sound it makes on the old calculator and they play the Game of Thrones theme. So you can check that out on YouTube. I'll, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll post the link to that. And then also somebody took the one of the fight scenes from Bruce Lee's uh, movie Fist of Fury and like made everything better with lightsabers. So he, uh, Bruce Lee has... Huh. lightsaber nunchucks so that's all all i need to say about that because enough said it, it, yeah it's literally as cool as as, as it sounds yeah bruce lee fighting with lightsaber lightsaber nunchucks. nunchucks the most impractical thing i've ever seen but looks awesome <laughs> yeah you yeah. could but, die so easily yeah. <laughs> trust me i i know how to use nunchucks and you would just cut yourself up if you had lightsaber nunchucks you're gonna lose a couple limbs all right <laughs> Um, all right, going to the music side now. Eminem's uh, new album, Revival, came out. Um, Alan, you had a chance to listen to this. What would you think about it? Yeah, uh, wow. So this album started out just, I don't know if you had the same feeling, but it started off so bad for me. Yes. Like the first <laughs> few songs, I just, like, I got to the point in some of the songs where, like, I just was like, I can't listen to this anymore and skip to the next song. And I was sure. trying really hard to, like, listen to the whole song. Me too. Yep. Um. But actually, as the like, I kind of got into the later songs. It wasn't too bad. Like some of the some of the features that were in there and stuff were like okay. Like I really like the Skylar Gray one. Yeah, uh, I think it was called Tragic Endings. I like that song decently. And like towards the end, it started to get back to like more of like an Eminem style kind of rap. But I felt mm-hmm. like before that, it was just like I didn't I just didn't know what I was listening to. It was like either the song was incredibly political or like the sound he was going for was just like very like different and strange and like I don't know. Part of me almost wondered if maybe he was trying to like be a little satirical with like the music that's out now because he was doing a lot of the like, oh look at me I made it or like I'm surrounded by women type of like feel. Yeah. Or, and like it was just yeah it was just strange. I definitely or... think Eminem is starting to show his age a little bit. I just yeah the rap is not fitting in with the rap you hear today, and I'm not saying that as a, <laughs> as a hey you need to sound like everybody else. I'm just saying like. It's. It sounds like this album came out maybe five years ago, and I and everyone yeah. would have thought it was fine. It just Eminem does such a good job of, of having like heartfelt, like tell like it is, just super honest lyrics. And I, but I just didn't feel like he brought it musically for me. You know what I yeah. mean? Like he, it, he didn't have any any songs in there that I would be like, oh, this is a banger. Like let's let's blast this one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or even just like I I love some of his music just because it's that song that like really gets you going. You know, yeah. like uh like till I collapse. Like that song. If I put that on and I'm like yeah like going for a run or something, like I'll run like an extra like six miles just because that song came on. You know? Like yeah. Or like Cinderella just, Man from Recovery. Yeah. You know what I mean? He like, has a, awesome. yeah yeah he has those songs that really like motivate you and like get you going. I, I didn't I didn't feel like I had that song at all. In the- 
like not a single one of them yeah so all right well so uh let's give an official review here uh how many bottles of mead would you give this out of five? Oh, that's right i forgot we do the bottles of mead thing <laughs> that is necessary um, i would i'd probably give it like a two a yeah. two bottles of mead wow you know yep. like most like there's just some songs that i just like couldn't even get through the whole song which i think is kind of the sign of a bad thing and I've, I've always kind of had the um idea that like if you need to sing or rap about politics in like a good portion of your songs you're kind of running out of things to like really sing about that mean that are like meaningful like yeah I feel like politics are just kind of low-hanging fruit. Like, anyone can, like, be like, oh, yeah, I hate Trump so much and, like, rap about it. But it takes, like, a really good artist to sing a song that, like, really hits you in, like, a deep emotional way rather than just, like, that surface stuff, you know? So. Yeah, I was going to touch on that a little bit, too. And maybe that could be a future episode in, of the of the podcast. We talk about maybe politics and music. Um, people make an argument a lot of times that, you know, um, music is a form of art and, you know, during times of quote-unquote crisis people will in, inject politics and social issues into art but i think i agree with you wholeheartedly when i get a little turned off when things get just a, a touch too political in music i i don't listen i listen to music as kind of an escape as kind of relax and i don't need to be reminded more of the ongoing issues of our country you know when i listen to that stuff so yeah i agree with you um, yeah, so I'm right there with you. I think uh, two two out of five bottles of mead. If you get me drinking a couple of bottles of mead, you might be able to course me to a two point five. But uh, <laughs> nice, nice. I think that's it's. Nice. Uh, I think that's what it's going to be. All right, cool. Cool. Um, last but not least, for the weekly download, some music picks. And again, I will post these in the description of this episode so you guys can check them out. But I'll just go through them and then you guys can comment on the ones you want. So, uh, floor, let me in. Axwell, More Than You Know, Louis the Child, Love is Alive, uh, Camilla Cabello, uh, Never Be the Same, Paris, Same Soul, Senses Fail, Double Cross, and Neck Deep in Bloom. So you guys can uh, touch on some of those. Okay, wait, there's one I really want to hit first because sure. I think it's – well, actually, there's two. Okay. But I'll go sure. there. Um, so that first song, Floor, Let Me In, F-L-O-R. Yep. Um, that band is so cool. And I feel like that's a vibe that every single person likes. It's just like really upbeat, kind of electronic, but still kind of like sounds like some like some bands that we're used to. I and, um, second that wholeheartedly. I've been listening yeah, to right? these guys since they're you cool. showed me, Matt. Yeah, they're sweet. They're really cool. Yeah, really so cool. I think kinda... everyone... Go ahead. Sorry, what? Nope, go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say, I think everyone should really just like check them out. They're like a good, like feel good, like um, dance and kind of, you know... Yeah. They kind of remind me of the band uh, Phoenix a little bit. Oh, yeah. That's a good – okay. That's a good reference. Yeah. But maybe just a little more dancey, a little more electronic-y, I think. Mm. But I think so, the too. Same lines. Yeah. Nice. What's yeah, that? Yeah, I like that. Um, oh, the other one I really wanted to talk about is um, Lewis the Child, Love is Alive. Mm-hmm. I think that is like – I think some people really like it and some people think it's okay. But that song seems like a pretty big electronic song that a lot of people would like also. Um, I hear it a lot. I hear it at like, the gym and stuff sometimes. So nice. That is uh, – that's a pretty big song that I really think a lot of people would like too. So those cool. are my two of my favorite ones from the music picks. Uh, Alan, do you want to talk about any? Yeah. Uh, I, one of the ones I threw out Axwell more than you know. I, this is just like a really good feel-good song. Uh, it's got those sweet, like, you know, kind of trumpet brassy instruments, like, in the uh, in the chorus and stuff. And mm-hmm. it's just just a song that I could listen to over and over again and not really get sick of. So just catchy and kind of poppy and stuff. So I liked it. Nice. That is, I agree. That is a, like, happy, awesome song. Yeah. Cool. Can we talk about uh, Camila Cabello? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I put this one on there. Uh, she had her new album drop, I think, this past Friday. Um, I listened to a uh, quickly listened through the album. Never be the same was one that was a standout track to me. It's the first track on the album. Um, I thought this was song was really good. It was super catchy. Um, I love the vocal tonality she has in this song, um, and uh, the lyrics were kind of were kind of good. So I I, yeah. I, I like this one. Yeah, she's such a talent. She's yeah, so this good. Song was, this song was super good. <laughs> one of the songs where I heard it, and I like, was just like, wow, who is this? And I'm like, oh, it's Camila Cabello. Like, yeah. it, it, was, it was just awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, I think, I mean, I'm sure she'll be big, but I think her leaving Fifth Harmony was probably probably a fine decision because she's doing all right. So 
I didn't even they... know she was in Fifth Harmony until you said it. So. Oh really? Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just I didn't know. I didn't know enough about the artist. Yeah, sorry. It's weird that there's still Fifth Harmony now too. You think they'd be like Fourth Harmony or something like that? <sighs> All right. There's a whole thing. It's Fifth Harmony is not because there were five of them. I think it's it partially because it was, was because it was five of them, though, right? It just fit in, yeah. I think yeah. that just happened to be a coincidence because a fifth harmony has to do with notes that are being played. So, like, if you sing a song and then another person sings the fifth, like, the fifth interval of that original note, that is, like, a harmonizing. Um, mm. I mean, if someone's listening and they're like, that's totally wrong, which I really don't think I am because I read a book about it, but... Not Fifth Harmony in general, but, you know, it ties in. So um, I'm pretty sure they call that because Fifth Harmony is like harmonizing. And the fifth is like a, a perfect fifth. It's like a, a good interval of an original note. So, But if so, there's only so, four of them harmonizing, where's yeah. the fifth one that's They can just call themselves quarter notes with four, right? Yeah. And then... <laughs> yeah, they should change their name to quarter notes. <laughs> and, then when, and then when that, whoever's the most famous out of that group, then he can just do like... Three, I mean, four, third, three, four third time harmony. signature or three beats in a measure yeah. or whatever the Three's hell you want company, to call it. Yeah. Three's company. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so there's some history and some uh, incorrect facts from Alan. So, <laughs> so yeah. Fifth um, Harmony's great. <laughs> Nick, was, was there any songs you want to touch uh, on? Yeah, I just want to give a shout out to <laughs> bring us Bring us back on track bring here. This is a loose episode of the podcast. Guys. Oh, <laughs> God, yeah, it is. I like it. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to give a shout out to a couple songs. Um, Paris, I've been mentioning this band the past couple episodes, and uh, they released a radio edit for their song Same Soul off the new album. Uh, I really like this song. This is good. I'm glad they released a radio edit. That means they're getting played on the radio somewhere. And uh, the more coverage for this band, the better, because I think I think they're really good. So I just want to give a shout out to them. Uh, Senses Fail came out with a new song last year sometime. <laughs> Double Cross. Yeah, like a, a month ago. A month ago, yeah. <laughs> About uh, time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that I mostly just put on there as kind of a nostalgia uh, emo pop punk band from a while ago that's kind of making a comeback, a little bit of a comeback. So good to see them on there. Yeah. Uh, and then lastly, Neck Deep, uh, a current pop punk band that I've been talking up big time on the on the show. Um, they have their big single In Bloom, which has gotten airplay, I think, a little bit. But um, I just think that is a quality, quality song. And uh, um, no matter what kind of genre you listen to, I think you're going to like that one. That one is for everybody. That one's a good jam. So uh, just, be sure just... to check this out. Yeah. Just for clarity, that's not that's not a cover of uh, Nirvana, right? It's, a, nope. it's an original. Okay. Yes. Yeah. 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 Nope. Not a cover of Nirvana. Mm. Uh, good question. Yeah. Good question. I totally forgot about that. Yeah. I didn't. Yeah, I, I just saw it. I was like, wait, I wonder. But yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Um, so as always, if you want to get in touch with us, uh, if we f something up, or you just want to say how good of a job we're doing, feel free to email us at thetorrentpodcast at gmail or get in touch with us on Facebook at the Torrent Podcast on Facebook and at the Torrent Pod on Twitter. And as always, we are on your favorite podcast service. So, um, actually, we just got on. No, we didn't. I submitted to iHeartRadio. So, oh, hopefully, wow. hopefully soon we should be on iHeartRadio as well. So, yeah. so look, for, <laughs> look for us there. Yeah, people, people, people can write in and let us know what their Pottermore results are. Yeah, yeah exactly. Let us. Yeah, exactly. that is big. That yep. is big. Yeah. Shout out to my More Slytherins out there. You know. Oh, gosh. Uh, I guess shout out to all my Hufflepuffs, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. You're there. <laughs> all right. So, Nick, what are we talking about? <laughs> um, all right. Yeah. So, for the main topic, I'm going to actually throw this to Matt because Matt brought up Ooh. this as a suggestion. So, Matt, I'm going to have you lead us off. Okay. So, basically, the way console releases like PlayStation and Xbox and Nintendo and stuff have gone in years past, basically, like forever since Sega and stuff like that. They um, release a console. It's awesome. Everyone buys it. It's a big deal. And then, uh, like, I don't know, maybe someone could look this up, one of you guys. I mean, um, like, what the, like, average years is. Maybe it's, like, five years until the next big console comes out. I think in but the past they've gone almost 10, if I remember correctly. Really? From, wow. From okay. Xbox, original Xbox to Xbox 360 or Xbox 360 to Xbox One. I think it was just about 10 years. Wow. Okay, yeah. that's way longer than I thought. Yep. Actually, that's, that's probably good, but... Um, so, so it's been about 10 years, um, and then a new console comes out. It's way more powerful. The graphics, it's like a huge graphic overhaul. Everything looks great. And then the games that come out are specifically made for that console. And, um, you know, so 
what we're what's happening now that's not happened before in, in the past is um, kind of like a shift of technology in general and kind of like what what's happening like with how rapidly things are being developed is that we um, PS4 came out can't remember what year exactly but it's been out for a little while now um, and then they released the PS4 Slim and that and the same thing happened with Xbox One and the Xbox One uh, S or whatever okay okay yeah. So they and that's that's pretty typical. Releasing a slim version of the console does always pretty much happen, um, and it's not a big deal. But now, what's happening that's not you with um, like unusual is that the PS4 now has a PS4 Pro, which is a um, like an upgrade on the original PS4, and it has increased uh, like graphical capabilities, and it's like faster RAM and all that stuff. And um, it can run games in 4K. So if you've got the like newest, awesomest TV, it will look even better, allegedly, on the new TV and new system. Yeah. So this is almost like like we have our current gen systems, like current generation systems of like PS4 and Xbox One. And now instead of like talking about next gen systems and next gen things coming out, we've just got this PS4 Pro and the Xbox One. Uh, X S yeah. no Xbox One X would be their their big boy their their 4K I guess hmm. edition yeah. okay really yeah the Xbox One X is the uh, yeah is their okay their big one I thought it was the other way around but either way the the um, the argument is still or the thing is still kind of interesting so instead of a new um like a new big console coming out new big stuff all this coming out it's almost like a kind of like a seamless transition. And it's kind of going the way of like computers, where if you play games on computers, um, you're not waiting for like this next new computer to drop. You just kind of build your own or you just buy a computer and um, the stuff that's in it kind of gets upgraded. And that's basically what we're seeing with PS4 and um, and Xbox One. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting because games now have the capability to have to be run on slightly different settings depending on what system you're playing it on. Yeah. So this could be this could be seen as like a few different things. Like this could be just like yeah, like uh, like about money. I see your uh, note there, Nick. That's nice. Okay. Like this is about money. Like instead of having to wait ten years to release a whole bunch of things to get a new bunch of systems or a new bunch of money for a system, now it's going to happen every four years, and then people will sometimes sell their PS4 to buy a PS4 Pro, and so it's just like um, I think personally, it's a way to just get money. Yeah. Uh, but. It's an interesting like shift in what's going on because technology is um, is progressing so rapidly, mm -hmm. uh, and you could get pretty deep here and be like, "Man, it's accelerating so rapidly that eventually it will take us over," which is a, a future <laughs> episode. But okay, um, come on, no, yeah, yeah, I know. No, that's a real fear of mine. Anyway, we'll get there. <laughs> but jeez, um, yeah. So, what do you guys think? Do you have any thoughts about this or anything? Uh, I mean, my any, only counter argument would be like. Because I, I recently started, or not recently, like a while ago, I was playing the Nintendo Switch. And I just enjoyed it because it was like a different type of system. Because mm -hmm. um, I loved the way that the Switch, like, like I would play it either, you know, just on the TV, just and I'd have the little controllers in my hand. Or if I like wanted to go to bed, but I like still want to keep playing what I was playing, I'd like pull it off the, the TV stand or whatever, and like take it to bed and play it for a little bit, and then like ditch it, and like wake up in the morning and play it again. And the... I feel like the games that they were coming out for that, even though they're they're kind of remake, you know, there was all the games and Mario games. They they did them in a different style, so it was it still felt like you were getting like a, a new console that was different and new games that were like different than the what you had before. Sure. Whereas like with the like the PlayStation, and the Xbox One, you're pretty much just getting the same console, but it can play like, you know, the games that are coming out a little bit better, but they're just kind of they're first person shooters or they're, you know, games that are just kind of um, continuations of the series and stuff. So. I think I think Nintendo still does a really good job of trying new things and coming out with a console that feels a little more fresh. But yeah, um, to your point, Matt, and I'll, then I'll touch on Alan's point. But to your point, okay. yes, technology is moving fast. Here's my opinion: on it. technology is moving fast. I don't think it's moving so fast that, like, I don't think there's enough of a, a time gap between when they release all these new consoles like i think 4k right now is just the in thing for high resolution uh picture um like 4k tvs and so they they're they're trying to capitalize on that fad and so um i personally think yes they are coming out a little too quickly um and this is obviously about money and 
I, I'm I'm very pro capitalism. By the way, I don't you know <laughs> like I get it. Like they're in the business to make money. They're in an entertainment business. That's fine. I just think for for the loyal customers who go out and buy their console day one, I I just don't think it's fair for them to release uh like a new a new console maybe three to six months later that's like new and improved you know what i mean i just it feels like it feels like i'm constantly having to keep up with the latest just just to be in the in crowd i guess does that make sense yeah i mean to me that makes sense and i was kind of jaded too because i waited a little bit to buy a playstation 4 and then i bought one and then I found out like the Slim came out and then all that other stuff. And so I don't really appreciate it. However, I've seen some videos and stuff of um, of like the, the comparisons between 4K and uh, whatever, 1080p, I guess. And it's not to me, it's not enough of a change to um, to go out and buy one to replace my current yeah. PS4. Yeah. So I um. I mean, who knows? Maybe this won't even be a thing, and maybe, maybe. they'll release a PlayStation Five, and it will still be even like even more impressive than the, um, the PS4 Pro. Mm-hmm. So maybe like there are still going to be generations of um, consoles, but I guess if I didn't have a PlayStation Four to begin with, and I could just go straight for the upgraded version, maybe in the future I would like that. But um, yeah, it's just interesting because they've got like the, the iPhone Eight now and the iPhone X, and just like all this stuff is coming out and. Um, yeah, and thankfully, at least, you know, the one thing I do like about that is when, when they do come out with all these different versions, at least, uh, we can still play with each other, you know, like people can still play with each other, even though they have different versions of the consoles, like they're not segregating the Xbox Uh, One X or the PS Pro, uh, to the regular PlayStation owners, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's a good point. Which is good. Um, they haven't done that yet at least no they haven't done that yet it's probably coming but then again we are seeing a lot of crossover play i know playstation and and like steam particular there's cross play between playstation and steam right now like with rocket league if you play rocket league you could play on playstation you're you're probably gonna play against someone on pc right yeah Yeah. i mean well i'm not sure if it's how likely it is but they it definitely happens and i see and i like that i think that's awesome yeah i think that's cool. cool too have you guys actually played any anything on VR yet? Ah, uh, no. No, and that's actually another them. segment we were going to get into, right? Is now, I mean, they have VR versions essentially. Right? There's a PS VR, and there's a I think there's an Xbox VR one too, right? I'm not sure. Um, but VR is a whole other thing we can get into, also. Yeah. yeah, I um, I are we getting into that now? Because no, well, you could touch on it. We're going to have a okay. more right, of a yeah. VR episode in the future, but. Yeah. Yeah, we can touch on it. Sure. Well, um, there is a virtual reality arcade lounge area in DC, and I want to go. So if anyone wants to go with me, <laughs> H- HMU, baby. I think there's, there's one in New York City, too, right? I, I know my actually my roommate went to one recently and like really, really enjoyed it. It seemed really cool. I saw some videos from it and stuff, and they like... They had like racing games where you're actually like going on a bike, so you can like feel yourself like leaning left and right and stuff. Oh, and, nice. Wow. Yeah. That'd be yeah. cool. Um, but uh, console specific, like, um, do you think the VR, the console VR, like in home stuff, is kind of more of a fad, or do you think that's that's kind of here to stick around and that's going to be another I, another edition of these consoles that we're going to have to be we're going to well if we want them I guess we're going to we're going to have to buy. I I don't think the technology is there quite yet. Mm-hmm. I I almost think when the I mean, well, so, okay, so maybe the technology is there, but, um, like, the games that are available right now aren't super engaging or, like, gripping. Like, you usually, some of them you can't, some of them you can move, but it's a little awkward and clunky, and some yeah. of them you can't even move, and some of them are just kind of funny and gimmicky, like, party-type things, which are also cool, sure. and that's fine, but I don't think um, yet we're at the point where virtual reality is going to be... Um, super big but maybe the next maybe in the next few years that would be awesome yeah when i can eventually just have my own life be a virtual reality game <laughs> and my real life will be my alternate reality so i yeah. i actually prefer augmented reality over virtual reality like i like Whoa. i like the idea of having 
like experiencing regular life but just having like, <laughs> digital interfaces that pop up holographically or something like that you know what i mean like i, I think that's cooler yeah it is cool too um than regular vr i think uh. v- vr gives you a very singular ex- gaming experience like it's really hard to share with your friends right now because right now if you have like a vr headset you're like, okay, I'm going to try this and then play it. And then, okay, you try it. And you have to put it on your friend. And then you're kind of sitting there on the couch or whatever, just kind of like playing on your phone waiting. It's not very a um, collaborative experience. It's not really a cool. Um, but I'm sure when like they come out with like a real VR system, they're going to have like multiplayer co-op like software. Like you could both be wearing headsets and both be in a game together. It's just, oh, dude, sure. that it's just a matter would of like, awesome. Like, I feel like it's not going to be on a console. It's going to be like its own system that comes out. And it's going to be like a big release that's like, a lot more interactive, a lot more VR centric, and like it's just going to be like everything you want from a VR game or VR console. Like, yeah, is going to be in it type of thing. I mean, that'd be I'd be up for that. That sounds cool. Yeah, I totally would. That sounds awesome. So until then, I uh, probably won't be buying one. But... <laughs> yeah. yeah how about uh, how about mobile integration? What do you guys think? I know there's been some games in recent years that have included mobile integration in their games and. Uh, um and stuff like that so uh, what do you guys think about that um so my experience with that is mostly like the mass effect game where you can like you have this like little group of dudes that you can send out on missions and stuff from your phone to give you experience in the game yeah and it was i was into it but um i mean it wasn't that cool and um like even what was that game uh the tom clancy game nick oh the division was that what that's called the division yep yep okay so that one had a thing where you could like like if you had like a i don't know like you had a fort or something or like a base you could go on your ipad or your your phone or whatever and fly a drone around to just see like if anyone was attacking your stuff and you had to like alert your buds to leave work and go <laughs> go home and defend your base or whatever <laughs> so that's that seems a bit much but that's kind of cool i like the idea i think that'd be awesome if like Alan was playing a game and I was on the couch on an iPad and I was just like, I don't know. Like supporting him. Like if being an overwatch for him or something like, yeah, yeah. I think that, I think that is a cool concept. Yeah, it is cool. I like it a lot. Um, You know, going back to Pokemon go, I think, I think it would be really cool if there was a game where a similar to like a Pokemon go, but maybe like a console version. And then, um, maybe and then similar to kind of like the Nintendo Switch, where you know if you're not playing the game, you get experience for walking around or something like that. Like you open up the mm. app and it counts your steps or whatever, and then you can farm experience points. You can you can get unlockable thing. You can do achievements and challenges for the game on your mobile device as kind of a companion app to the full on game. Yeah, wow, like you're, you're just playing the game always, like in your regular day life. You know, it's cool. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, I think you a lot should of people develop would... games. Why are you not developing <laughs> games right now? That is an amazing idea. Uh, have you heard of the phrase "jack of all trades, master of none"? Dude, <laughs> I think you're master of this that's, trade because that's, that's a good idea. <laughs> you're also master of every type of martial art. Uh, yeah. False. That is Dude, true. So that is fake. That is news, true. Can't forget about that. No, it's a uh, Matt and Alan confirmed news. Which yeah, is... absolutely. Also, Nick, wait, I have some very depressing, <laughs> tangentially related stuff to talk about. Okay. Speaking of Master of None, did you hear these sexual misconduct allegations yes. against Aziz Ansari? Yes, I did. My hero. No. I, can you believe that, Alan? What I didn't hear about heck? this. Oh, He's, my God. He, like, he wrote a book about modern romance, and he like encouraged everyone to not be douchebags and was just so like cool and funny. And then he makes this show, Master of None, which is hilarious. And explores all like dating and all this stuff in like our current world, and even in the show, that um one guy like I don't want to spoil anything because that show is awesome and everyone should go watch it. But in that show, there is a person who um is accused of like all these like sexual harassments and like um sexual assault stuff, and he doesn't he wants to like disso- disassociate from this guy and just like how on earth, oh, it's like man, men are like where. We're not doing great. We've not had a great few months here. It's this, been seriously. Yeah, I mean, this isn't really to tighten up. It's bad. This isn't really our wheelhouse here on the podcast, but like, yes. Now I, it is. Now so. it is. We're, I mean, we're, <laughs> like, it it is so disheartening because I was talking to um, a couple of people, a couple of females, uh, my girlfriend in particular being one of them, and I was asking her about this. I go, "Do you guys like really 
act like this? And she's like, yep, that's, I mean, just there's guys out there who feel the need to, they think because they uh, bought a girl dinner and they spent money on her and they took her for a nice time that they somehow, I don't know, owe them something. It's like and an obligation. It's like an obligation, uh, exactly. And it's God, just, it's, it's like so disheartening because, Jesus. yeah. Yeah, yeah. The because implication. of the implication. It's like, seriously? <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Um, oh, man. And it kind of sucks because, you know, I think among the three of us, we've talked about this before. Like, I think um, there's a lot of, like, just regular dudes out there who are very nice and respectful. And it sucks because all these other guys are totally effing that up for them. I mean, they, a lot of these nice guys have a hard time uh, finding someone to be with as it is because, let's face it, a lot of times – you know, if you're deemed the nice guy, that's pretty much, uh, you know, the sign of the cross. Like, see ya, you're dead. Like, you got no <laughs> shot with this girl. And and now you got all these guys doing this. And, like, it's just, like, guys, step step, step it up. Be better people. That's right. Please. Tighten yes, up. Seriously. So, uh, but in particular, I mean, on an, uh, just in particular, I'm so disappointed because Aziz Ansari is, like, super, not super political. Well, maybe he is super political. I don't know. Uh, just, like, his... He's just like really funny and he's just like seems so down to earth and just like, oh man, I'm just really disappointed. So yeah. Yeah, I hope, I hope that this is like a fake allegation, but I, I do think you need to like, you know, seriously hear out these people and stuff like that. I don't, sure. I don't think that that's happening very often, but I'm just like really hoping that this isn't true because he seemed like such a good guy. So yeah, yeah. it sucks. Uh, yeah, that's a sad note. Let's talk about something happier real quick. Uh, yeah, so uh, Nick, what, what do we talk about in the next episode? Because I'm, exci- I'm excited <laughs> yeah, for the next episode. Go. You can talk about Yeah, uh, on the next episode of the podcast, we're going to be talking about biggest disappointments, baby. Great segue. Aziz, Great I'm sorry. No, we're going to be talking about biggest disappointments in uh, movies, music, and games. So across the board, what were yes. some of the things that were just completely hyped up that got you so amped? Got you so excited, thought this is the best day ever, and then you walked out of that movie, or you played this video game, or you listened to this album, and you thought, what the hell was that? This world sucks. I hate everything. <laughs> Get the F out of here. And uh, so we're going to be talking about that kind of stuff. In particular, can we just have like a huge bitch session about the last Airbender movie? Oh, yeah. That's going to be a big part of it for sure. Gosh. We'll get into that. We'll get into that. Oh, my God. So, so cringeworthy. So cringeworthy. Man. Dude, especially considering that cartoon objectively oh, was like the best ever i don't like I anime at all really no, but that was such a good cartoon oh i know i know save it for the episode <sighs> save it for the episode because it's yep. we're gonna sorry i'm getting too fired up about so, it, but, all yeah. that and more on the next time of the torrent podcast uh we'll see you guys next time well that's it for this episode of the torrent thank you all for listening download rate and subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast service if you want to get in contact with us feel free to send us an email the torrent podcast at gmail.com you can also get in touch with us on facebook and twitter at the torrent pod we'll see you guys next time